G'day Squares, thanks for tuning in. On today's episode, we unpack numbers 11 to 19 of the squares that we've had on the show. We've had some mighty fine dishes and some ordinary ones too. It's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. Dulf and I have some discrepancies. Stay tuned for that. We also have a special guest, Tommy Dunham, as he pleads his case as to why his dish should be in the top 10. We reflect on some fun moments we've had along the journey. Sit back and enjoy. Footy, food and friends. Josh Squared. Footy, food and friends. Josh Squared. Doof and Squid Jar. Josh Squared, yeah. Rightio Squares, we're back in business. Thanks for hanging around. It's been a few weeks. It's been a few weeks since our last episode with Bonnie Pridham. Uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, it was a fantastic evening of Japanese cuisine. Uh, Doofy boy, we're now in isolation. How are things going? We are in isolation. Yes, great episode. It feels like an eternity ago that we did that. Um, did that episode. It was one of the very great ones. And yeah, it's been hard to get things up and running again for the potty and for everything else. But um, we're going to do our best. But um, no, I haven't been up to too much at all actually. Just remote learning as you are, and most people working from home. So hopefully, a few people jump on and we can keep providing providing the goods. Yep, absolutely. Now, mate, I want to check in really quickly because last episode you were talking yourself up six weeks off the piss, off the naughty uh, food, um, fitspo, a bit of running. And I know you've been letting me know every time you've done exercise so far uh, via Snapchat. <laughs> but you, haven't, you, haven't, you haven't done it if you don't, um, don't let everyone know. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was admiring the hill sprints and that kind of thing. Uh, I'll take my hat off to you. How's it all going? Have you, have you made it? Uh, what has it been, two um, weeks now? Yeah, it's been yeah two weeks, and believe it or not, I'm actually going strong. So, I haven't had haven't had any takeaway. I haven't had any soft drink, and I haven't had a drop of alcohol. I'm down three kilos in yeah, two well weeks already. Um, I was I I always have exercised a bit, like, but I'm probably doing a little bit more now. But I just mainly my attitude was, if you exercise, and that means that you're allowed to drink 500 beers on the weekend, so it kind of counteracts. So I was doing that a bit too much. So I wasn't really, I was doing out a little bit. So I thought, I wonder what it would be like if I keep training like this and not drink and not eat bad food and see how I go. So, so far all is well. I'm not, I'm not on a strict diet. So I still eat like tonight I had a chicken schnitzel, like parma thing and sweet potato and veggie. So like pretty good, but not like schnitzels aren't in oil aren't that great, but not like fully cleansed. But, um, no, I am. I am going all right, actually. And to, believe it or not, my, it's very good for my mental health. I feel unreal. So I'm actually, yeah. I can't. If you want to do it, or you've done it. You've been off the piss a couple of times. I honestly haven't done it ever. I reckon I haven't ever had more than one weekend off drinking since I was 18. And that's not even trying to talk myself up. That's legit. I reckon I would have at least had a few beers, one weekend off here and there. But this is the longest I've gone. It's only been two weeks. It's, uh, it's just building those habits, isn't it? When you're getting that routine of drinking. Uh, that's just what your body kind of craves. Yeah. But and I do do them every now and then. Uh, I think working at the pub helped a lot. Um, having like weekends where you just, you just really buckle down and take it easy. And um, yeah, it does work wonders for your energy levels and, and all that kind of thing. And now I'm glad that you did say that you have been eating some average food because uh, I did get a Snapchat from Marley Cross, uh, our Borough Keyboard Warrior, of you holding into some... Um, block of uh, dairy milk chocolate as well the other weekend too. So you are one pathetic loser. Yeah, thanks, sound guy. You've dobbed me in there. Um, yeah. Well, like I said, weekend. It was a weekend. It was a Saturday. They were all drinking, and that chocolate block of chocolate was just out on the on the table. And I may or may not have bought it out there. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. And I do. I do tend to have a square. I have four little squares probably every maybe second night. I have four little squares as a bit of a, as a bit of a treat, which is probably not, but that isn't on my thing. It didn't say no chocolate or it didn't say no sweet. So I'm, I'm very accountable to my, um, to my thing, but yes, yeah, so man's got to live a little bit. If you take alcohol, take away and soft drink off me and see my friends, there's not really much that, um, I get joy out of lately. So no, I did, a bit, yes, I did. A bit of sugar here and there is all right. I've actually been a bit naughty. I've, I've been hooking into, I've got in the habit and I think it's just been probably since last isolation period. It's been happening for a good three months, always just sniffing around for just a little sweet something after, uh, after dinner. Um, <laughs> thanks. Oh, Dan, guy. You, 
big pig. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I agree. I've, when you're home, it's hard. I've figured out a trick, um, and I've done it this evening. We had a vegetable curry, beautiful vegetable curry, um, dished up by Steffi Grace, and I was craving a bit of sugar. I'm like, no, I've had my healthy meal. So what I've done is, as soon as you finish eating, you go straight to the bathroom, you brush your teeth. And I'm telling you right now, it works. Like, I don't feel like I want to eat something I, I, sweet now. I thought you've... Um, you have got to be kidding. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, go straight to the bathroom and throw up. <laughs> no, no, no. I do not, I do not recommend becoming bulimic uh, by any means. Um, well, I might try it because that is... That, yeah, I desperately, desperately want a sweet treat after dinner. And I'll tell you... Johnny Mac sends me little Snapchats. He's doing this with me as well. And he's, he's a strict, strict person. If he says he's going to do it, he will stick to it. But he said he put no chocolate on his, no chocolate or sweets. And he said that lately after dinner, he said it is absolutely torture. He wants something sweet so badly. So Johnny Mac, big Choli, I know he'll be listening. There's one for you to try. So brush the teeth straight after dinner, um, straight after tea. Yeah, scrub the pegs, mate. Get the enamel going. Uh- Oi, Duff, I'm building a house in Bendigo and I've got to get rid of all this waste. I've got just the man. I'll give you his number. G'day, Bruce Pridham, big boy bin hire. Yeah, g'day, Bruce. I need a bin. Uh, a bin? Uh, what kind of bin, mate? We've got lots of them. Uh, we've got skip bins, we've got 30 litre bins, we've got 120 litre bins. What's your project? Uh, building a house. Building a house. <laughs> I don't know exactly what you need, mate. Just pop on over and I'll sort you out. Big boy bin high. Yeehaw! Um, yeah, mate, we've got, a, we've got a big episode, but before we get into it, so just, just quickly, um, we are doing a two episodes throughout this isolation period. Um, without our normal segments, we're just going to count down basically our ladder, isn't it? It's like our, it's like our ladder of our 19 squares that we've had on the show. So today we're going to do... Um, we're going to count down from 11 to 19 or 19 up to 11. We haven't really decided that yet. We'll wait and see. Um, Duff, you've made a list and I've made a list. Um, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how it compares. But before we get to that, I've got beef with you, mate, because my housemate, Tom Dunham, big shout out to him. Him and I, we, we like going for a hit of golf. And at the minute, Squares, the golf course only allows you to um, go around in groups of two and you actually have to book your tea time where back, you know, in normal times, you can kind of rock up. Um, you probably should book, but you can kind of rock up on most days and, and get around it. And uh, Tommy Dunham's booked himself in Saturday Arvo. And normally he books me in on my, on like, he does it for me because I'm lazy, but I, he didn't on this occasion. And I go to, I go to book in and lo and behold, Josh Martin has just slid into, Do- into Tom Dunham's booking without asking Dunham either. Um, and I, yeah. I, I, I booked myself and then told him. Yeah, better to ask for I, forgiveness. <laughs> I, well, this is how I see it. We did have no good. And I, I had two minds. My first one was I knew definitely that you play with him. One, because I see you out there playing when I'm out there and I know that you play with him and you live together. And whatever, but I went on there and I thought, well, I was meant to play with Luke Marchese, and then he's playing with he's playing with Fraser Cole, so I've been left in the lurch. So I didn't actually intentionally think I'm going to go with Tom so I can play with him. My thinking was, there's no other times that I can go out. I don't want to go too late because you can't get 18 holes in. It's packed. This is the only time I can book. Bad luck, Squid. You're not on it. You're going to have to learn to get your shit together. So I booked that. Messaged him and said. Hey, I know you're probably playing with Squidge, blah, blah, blah. If you want, I can just play. I'll just tee off and then go ahead or whatever you want to do. And he's kind of like, yeah, whatever. Kind of didn't really say too much. And I was a bit nervous to talk <laughs> to talk to you about it because I knew, I knew that you'd be flat. But what we want to know, Squares, is what, who's in the wrong? Is it Squidge for not booking and it's free game? Because otherwise anyone could have booked there realistically because there wasn't many spots. Or should have I known that Tom was going to play with Josh and let him book and me not may not play. Yeah, mate, like, my only argument is, yeah, that's all good and well, but who books themselves against something? Like, if I went and saw, if I, I suppose if I saw you on there, I'd probably book myself with you, but I'd probably ask first. Like, yeah, the fact you've yeah, just gone, nah, I'm, I'm just going bang, <laughs> I'm jumping in there, like, Dunham could have had a... Oh, come on! <laughs> like, sound guy. Um... But yeah, we'll uh, we'll have to let the squares decide that. But it's okay, Steffi. She's got the day off. 
So um, we might spend some uh, quality time together. Steph, oh, so you're going to let me go play with Tom after yeah, all? Yeah, you're off the hook, mate. You can go. You can go whack him around. How does he feel? How does he feel about that? No, he's pumped. Was he feel? Was he? What did? What was? I actually want to know what he said to you when he first told you. Uh, he said he's got a better partner. He got a better offer, and uh, and uh, that was about it. But he he thinks that you cheat. Oh. <laughs> What's he? Where's he got that from? <laughs> no, nah, I'm just joking. He he he, told, he was telling me oh. how you he was telling me how you tee off from the wrong spot. Oh, I thought you meant cheaters in. Oh, I had four shots when I had eight because I do do that. <laughs> well, actually, I heard Luke Marchese, um when you were playing the other day. I heard he he asked for your score and you said five, and then he said, "Did you?" Like he questioned it, and then you had to like go and defend yourself. There was so. one time, and then there was yeah, that was a legitimate time, and I said I had. I said I had five and I actually had six because that was leg- I wasn't trying to cheat that way. I actually legitimately, when I went back and then we went back together, it was a one time that that happened. I'm not a known, a known cheater. But after 18 holes, there are every now and then you forget how many, especially when you're like me and you go from one side of the fairway to the other, into the bush, back out, into the sand, into the sand onto the green. It's, you lose count. Well, I think with golf, it's like you can nearly shave a shot off here and there if you shoot like a nine. Yeah, because the person you're playing with, they don't care. They've absolutely smoked you on that hole. They're six, they're six shots clear or five shots clear. It's more when you say you've got a bogey or a par and it, and you probably haven't. That's when, I think yeah. that's when people start to get rolled up. But um, Yeah, they, they do. But yeah. um, thanks for that, Luke. So he's obviously going to tell everyone about that. So <laughs> no, I, I'm, I, I'm I, glad I'm not playing with him, actually. <laughs> No, I, I overheard him. I just, when he when he hit that amazing putt on the weekend, I overheard oh yeah, him. yeah. I'm not, well, I'm not, I was going to talk about that putt, but now I'm not. After he's gone around telling me I'm a cheat, no wonder yeah. he doesn't want to play with me. So watch out, Dunham. I'm going to get I'm going to get the course record on the weekend, <laughs> um, mate. Before we keep moving on, um, oh, thanks, young guy. That was um, good. Listen. Hey, Duffy boy. Yeah? Want to go to the cafe? Nah, I'm all good. All good? Funny you say that, because Adam and Eve is all good. They am talking all good pet friendly. I'm talking all good food. I'm talking all good smoothies and juice. And best of all, all good coffee. Damn straight. So head down and see Breezy at Adam and Eve Cafe in Quarry Hill. It's an excellent food, great coffee. An awesome atmosphere and is a proud sponsor of Josh Squared. Love you, Breezy. <laughs> Very deflated. Um, yes. I want to give a bit of a shout out to, I know we do shout outs at the end, but I'm going to shout out to my good mate, Darby Walsh. Um, work with him uh, for Cole United, co coach, uh, and just all around funny guy. Um, he wanted to know. If we could unpack some hangover cures. Um, He was listening to us talk about mental health and that kind of thing in terms of when we drink a lot, um, how bad we feel on Sundays and Mondays and and that kind of thing. I think it was in Bo's episode. And um, he wanted to know sort of what what ties us over on a Sunday. What's your go-to, Duffy? Um, I, to be completely honest with you, I don't believe in in remedies in terms of what people say. Like, I don't believe there's hangover cures. I believe that there's things that obviously make you feel better and make you feel worse. But I don't believe that there's people that say, oh, geez, you don't have this and it's gone. Like, I really don't don't believe that. But, oh, I'm a sucker for greasy food, like, after I've had a big night. But that's just because you're feeling that low about yourself that you think, oh, it's all right. But I don't reckon I have that to to cure myself, I guess, but just basic things like try and drink a heap of water. I do have to drink like liters and liters of water, especially Sunday night, Sunday night, I wake up in the night, pumping the water in and I just need to sleep. That's the only thing that helps me is to sleep. Cause generally that's the one that I struggle with the most, but I don't really have a stock standard hangover cure, but do you? Um, It's an interesting one. My hangover cure is getting back on the piss. Um, but yeah, but that's, <laughs> that's everyone's. But you, you can't do that forever unless, you, unless you're um, Dean Martin, then you can. But. It, put, it puts off the inevitable. But no, I will be honest, like, when I worked at the uh, Queens, I would maybe on occasions, if I was really hung, I might like sneak like, a little something, something into like an orange juice just to like 
I don't know. I, just, I, I honestly reckon that helps. Sugar? Yeah, just sugar. a bit, bit of sugar from the orange juice, bit of a um, little bit of spirit, just to like get the, I don't know, get the liver going or something like that. Um, but yeah. So you, had no, you had no idea. You just made that. There's no <laughs> size behind up. it. No, but that's, that, that's what used to work for me. Um, and then same yeah, thing, well, greasy food. But I, I actually also think if you can get yourself to do it, going for like a 2K run. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just... Not even running, but just... I reckon going to do something that doesn't involve just laying on the couch works. Well, yeah, you're right. Yeah, going out, you know, getting yourself moving. They're like golf playing or golf. golf. Oh, oh, really? I can't do it. I, I get enjoy big it. headaches. Um, but, like, I, I've been... On occasions... <laughs> on occasions, going for, like, a little 2 k um, and just sweating out some of the toxins. But yeah, uh, you, won't ca- you won't catch me doing that. Yeah. But I would love to know if we, there are any squares out there that do have remedies because I do have mates that actually just that have say, oh, you got to do this, or you got to do this. Or not so much. I have heard people say that though. I actually do have a friend and we tease him about it all the time back home, Simon Jackson. I doubt he'll be listening to this, but if you are, big shout out to you, pig tits. Jacko. But, but on Jacko, he did say once, I've never had a hangover. I just get tired and feel like shit. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I said, say uh, that is... Is a hangover. What else? <laughs> what else is hangover? And you reckon he said that when we we're about 16, 17, and obviously we're like 25, 26 now, and we still say to him, "Oh, you don't get hangovers. You just feel tired and feel like shit." So he's got obviously no idea, but they get they get worse with age. Yeah, Definitely. I think um, I think we're starting to hit that point, Dolph. Like invincible as an 18, 19, 21 year old. Uh, well, I don't yeah, drink I mean, anymore, mate, so I don't know well, what you're talking about. <laughs> I think that's the key, just, just to try and stagger them out. You just can't go hard every weekend because it's just a hiding to yeah. nothing. So um, if there are any remedies, though, send them through. Also, um, we did have on the agenda uh, while we're in the ISO uh, setup, Netflix, Stan, all those things. What have you been hitting up? Um, oh yeah, I do. I'm a big sucker for TV series, like sometimes too much, especially when there's obviously got a bit, bit extra time on, on your hands, but especially school holidays, shocking for it. But, um, I've been watching Yellowstone. So I got put onto that by, um, Sharpie and it's not something that I would generally normally watch. Like I'm not really into the cowboy, it's cowboy Indian sort of setup, but yeah. it's more like, um, modern cowboy Indian stuff. So it's got Kevin Costner in it, who I love. But it actually is unreal. I really, really like it. It's about, about yeah, Indians about Montana in America. And I won't give too much away. But if you're into that sort of stuff, it's more, it's like kind of drama. But it's got a good storyline. And it's, there's lots of killing and there's lots of drama. And it's um, um, lots of action, which All the I good like. stuff. Bit of love. All the good. Yeah, bit of love. Yeah, love story. Any nudity? Bit of secrets, yeah. A little, little bit of nip slip. It's <laughs> <laughs> always good. But a um, little bit of nip slip, but um, I won't yeah, give too much away. But I'll, if you're looking for a series, I would um, give Yellowstone a go. That's the only one I'm really watching at the moment. What about is that, yourself? Is that Netflix or Stan? Um, Stan. Yeah. Stan, that one. Oh, yep. that so one Stan. The first episode is for an hour and a half. The, the next episode is only go for 50 minutes. And you've got to give it a few. It's one of those that you need to watch, I reckon, three eps before you can make a judgment on it. Slow burn. A bit like Breaking Bad, one of the all-time great TV shows of all time. Uh, takes a little bit getting into it, I reckon, but it's just huge once you once you're in. Uh, me yeah. personally, I'm actually watching this show called The Umbrella Academy. Now, you, Duffy, you know I'm a little nerd at heart. I do like my little. You're a massive nerd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to be completely honest, I've been watching a whole heap of Netflix. I've been playing heaps of Call of Duty, but when I have been <laughs> squeezing in a bit of Netflix, um, it's been Umbrella Academy. So it's like about these superheroes. Or they're like the, it's like this um, family of seven You kids. are one pathetic loser. <laughs> oh, sound guy. Um, no, no, no. They're like these seven kids and they've got like, oh, they're like part of like an academy. They're like these wannabe superheroes, I guess. But it's like a dysfunctional family kind of thing. And they're all, they're all bigger and they, they time travel. And it's, it's a bit of, you know, mind games and like, it takes me to think, oh, no, it takes me to think. That's over, that's over my head already, but. It's yeah. not for me. It's for the squares. So there could be other squares out there that like similar things. Yeah, and no, I get around it. It's a little bit left to center, but uh, I give it Squidgy's tick of approval for Netflix there. Well done. Yeah, no, there are a few. And another thing, if you are, do have some series that you want us to cover on here, because it is a time that there's lots, or podcasts even, other podcasts. Obviously, ours number one. 
but definitely. it's a good um because I find that the series that I get onto and things like that is when I hear other people talk about it. And I'm not really big on scrolling through and looking. I, I want to know exactly what's happening and if it's good from someone before I go and just dive in and watch something. Yeah, so how bad is it when you're flicking through on Stan and Netflix and you just can't choose something and like you don't want to commit? You don't want to commit yeah. to a series without knowing about it kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. And then there's a few hidden gems too, like ones that people might not have heard of and then they just um, get it, say something about it and you give it a go and it's actually good. Um, there's a new one, Kingdom. I haven't started watching it, but it's about an MMA gym. Jordan Wilson's watching it and a few others and they rate it very highly. Kingdom. Yeah. On stand two, I think. Steffi, Grace, gee whiz, you're looking awfully parched over there. Babe, I'm thirsty. Well, guess what? If you need to go wet your whistle somewhere, there's no better spot to do it than the Resi Hotel and the Queen's Arms Hotel. Quarry Hill and Strathdale and Bendigo, get amongst it. Woohoo! You! Well, we can sit here and talk about Netflix all day, but uh, I think we better get into the into the nitty gritty now, mate. It's uh, time to to do our grand reveal, unpack our bottom nine squares, our bottom nine dishes. Um, what do you reckon? Should we start at number eleven and work our way down, or should we start nah, with a wooden spoon start at, and start at wooden spoon and work our way down? Definitely, yeah, that's don't go the other way. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I suppose everyone knows what the wooden spoon is going to be anyway, so it's. Uh, Yes, they do. <laughs> They've got a fair options. idea. I would love you to have a guess at it. We should have got people to have a guess at it first. But um, we'll start things. No further ado. The bottom, the wooden spoon. Well, the my wooden spoon. Ours could be different. But um, I reckon we're going to have the same one. My wooden spoon goes to one times Jordan Wilson with the ham steaks. Yeah, 100%. Jordy, uh, ham steaks. As, as Truck Doherty, who uh, he's going to be probably closely following in this uh in this countdown, as he has he called it, it's basically like eight pieces of bacon stacked on top of each other. Which, in Jordan's yeah, defence, nice. what's what's not to love? <laughs> yeah, what's not to love about that? It was more the way. But let's set the scene a little bit. Like I like to have a throwback to that episode. And if you haven't heard it, it was well, it was just a shambles from the start. The episode was good, but first, Jordy couldn't u- utilize his kitchen because his girlfriend was having girls over from netball. So he had to bring all the food to my house to do the show. He doesn't cook. Elise is a mag- he's misses Elise. Big shout out to her. She's a big square. He's a magnificent cook. So does a lot of the cooking in the home. Geordie's bought the round. We had mashed potato with it, and it was that chunky. It was like roast potato. It was lump potato, not mashed potato. Lump, it was lump potato. It was wet, wet ham steak. And you meant to have ham steaks with pineapple or like cheese at least on them. Nah, not Geordie, just plain ham steaks. And then what else? It was bit like... Of, there was a bit of oh, dead yeah. horse. And then there was a bit of dead <laughs> horse on top. And then, and then, of course, how can we forget about the green beans that didn't have the ends chopped? <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a shambles. And as Zeb Broadbent alluded to, um, he did say, oh, I wouldn't feed that to my dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's a fair but, sum- summation. So, Geordie, congratulations. You are the current holder of the wooden spoon. Um, and, it's going to take something special to knock you off the perch too, I think. And then that will be presented at our Josh Squared Christmas party, a very, a very um, high-class Christmas party. That will be, uh, yeah, they got the wooden spoon will be presented to you and a little speech will be made on, on the night for our wooden spoon and our, our top four. Top five, well, sorry. Right on, Geordie. Well right on, Geordie. Um, number 18 for me, uh, Burnt Barbecue Truck Doherty. Um, oh, Jaffa. Jaffa. Jaffa, but was he your next one? Jaffa was my next one, yeah. Right, so we'll mix we'll mix these into two, mate. No one remembers who comes seventeenth and eighteenth. <laughs> it's just a nothing score, really. We'll start start with Truck. Start us off. Well, Truck, of course, he came off the back of uh, he was our first ever guest, so you know, uh, very special for us. Uh, and it's a special episode. Um, he's a special guest, but he did cook us a barbecue, and the barbecue was burnt to a crisp. Um, and look, he was just wasn't in the right mind space, I don't think. Like, he kind of off the back of a footy trip, he actually came up to me very glum at about 4 p.m. and said, Are we really doing this? I'm like, Yeah, mate, it's happening. Well, like, at that stage, I don't even know if we thought we were doing it, we had no idea what we were doing or what we were going to do. But he'd yeah. had it, remember, he, he told us about he'd had all his stuff burnt, and he was in the tent asleep, they were camping near a chuka, and 
They put his bag on the fire and burnt all his. They put his whole tent. No, they put his whole tent. I think Liam Collins put his whole tent on the fire to burn everything inside it. (laughs) Just dropped a little bit, sound guy. I'm loving your work over there, mate. Um, So yeah, he 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 had his work cut out. He had his work cut out, old trucky. Um, And then of course Jaffa, Jaffa with the the golden syrup dumplings. Forgot the golden syrup. Uh, tried to go abstract, made us eat dinner before we got there. Um, yeah, I don't know. I apologize for nothing. <laughs> Thanks, was, Jaffa, uh, for that comment. Yeah, um, golden syrup dumplings. I remember on the way there, you had said to me that you hadn't had golden syrup dumplings before, yeah, and right. and they were not, they were not mine, you they were nice. And I know on the night we did say we were that we were marking too generously, so we said we were going to rip him down, but. Let's be honest. It was quite an easy thing to rip him down on. It's golden syrup dumplings that literally flour, flour mixed in with water or milk or whatever you mix in with them, yeah. and golden syrup. And there's really not much to it. And let's just have a little chat about um, how long the dishes stayed there too. Yes, yes. Uh, so he cooked for us on like a Wednesday. He was home alone with with his brother, um, Sheldon. And Sheldon so sent us a Snapchat. Home, so he wasn't home. So he wasn't home alone. No, he, he wasn't home alone. So his, his parents were away. His parents were away. I should say. Um, and Sheldon sent us a Snapchat at about 10 p.m. on Sunday evening. So this is five evenings later. All the dishes still um, in the sink uh, haven't been dealt with yet. So I think Jeff is prowess in the kitchen in terms of cleaning up. Uh, yeah, I don't know if Mum would have been happy. No, it was a good night though. I enjoyed his company, but um, yeah, cooking's definitely not. One of Jaffa Burke's strong points. So all you girl squares out there, please know that if you're ever going to um, slide into Jaffa's DMs, he won't be able to cook for you. So bad, so luck boy, bad luck, boys. Bottom three. Jaffa's going to be, so, be so flat about that. I think, and I think drinking beer, drinking beer with dessert, like ice cream and, and dumplings, is just a rough combo. Anyway. Yeah, I remember my stomach was hurting, but we're moving on. And now, now to the much more, um, much better scoring going into 16th. Who have you got? Yeah, so we had a bit of a jump. So those bottom three scored poorly. Um, and then now we've jumped up into 16th. I had, I had Sharpie. Oh, no. <laughs> and oh. it's purely because, like, the Supers were unreal. The supers were unreal, but Nico cooked them from Strabble Safe Fish and Chip Shop. So I'm pretty sure all that Sharpie did from memory, like he uh, did, he cut the onions or something like that. It, it was oh, very. I memorable. don't think I don't think he did anything to be honest. He turned the fries on. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> Thanks, young guy. Um, um, yes. I had, yeah, I agree. It's very difficult to judge someone when it's meant to be about them cooking. And mind you, it wasn't on the food. The food was is amazing. And as you would know, if you go to Strathfield Say Takeaway, it's one of the best fish and chip shop in Bendigo. But you can't come on our show and then do that. So I think that's fair enough. But I didn't have him in there. I had Curl Paul Pratt with the snitzels. <laughs> <laughs> I almost forgot. I almost forgot about Curl Paul Pratt and the snitzels. Um, but, I'm surprised about Kill because I thought you might have the Salmon Boys um, uh, nestled well, below. No, no, the Salmon Boys are floating close by. <laughs> salmon boys. boys. Don't worry, the Salmon Boys. I, I was that tempted. This squares, mind you, this is a very difficult thing to do to rank these things when you start thinking back. And I changed mine quite a bit. This is where my scribbles start start to happen. But... um. I don't, I've never really eaten salmon, so I still don't know what it's meant to taste like, apart from the two times that I had it. But, <laughs> it's meant to taste like that. Like, yeah. mind you, let's just get back for it. At least they had a go at something, a seafood, a de- what people would call a delicacy. Curls dished me up a chicken schnitzel. Yeah. That cannot be a piece of salmon. And the, gra- the gravy was, uh, it was one of the, it was one of the packet gravies too. <laughs> 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 He did hand crumb the snitzels and he's very proud of his hand crumb snitzels. I will, t- <laughs> I will take my hat off to him there. He was. You are an idiot. <laughs> he, uh, you are an idiot. Um, yeah, he did. And mind you, like, it, 
not someone obviously that it does a lot of cooking or branching out too much. So he did do well on the night. I give him that. He did do well. He was nervous. It was yeah. a great feed. It was a great episode. Some very, very funny stories. I know one of the fun, most fun episodes. Yeah, the uh, the vanilla cabs was it? Was it? yeah, the love he's got, he's got a vanilla band. cabs. Oh, I love Ben. Yeah, so a great man. And but look, let's be honest. We can't be ranking schnitzels inside the top fifteen. Obviously, you have. Um, yeah, so I, I reckon it's I reckon it's fair that we wedge him at fifteenth and we we keep Sharpie at sixteenth. I think. I oh. think I, oh, I, I think yeah. I, I, no, just, I, I just think Sharpie didn't. He just didn't. We had a great. Uh, it was a great setup, but I just think he didn't do anything. Anyway. <laughs> he, still, he still beat Jaffa Chuck and Jordy without doing anything. But <laughs> <laughs> like boyos, um, he yeah, I agree. You, yeah, I agree. It'd be like entering, I guess, Master Chef and then not cooking your meal, like just getting someone else to do it. Yeah. So. Right, well, well played, Sharpie, but yeah. I think we can wedge them there, 16th, 15th. We're moving to 13th and 14th. Now, I'm sure you must have the Salmon Brothers, do you? <laughs> the, the Salmon Brothers, and you wouldn't, be, you wouldn't actually believe it. Um, so- <laughs> now, do you know what the best thing about this is? We know that Jed has a history of copying people's work, don't we? Yes, we just turn it in scores. And we do. the week after we get salmon from Giza, Jed dishes up salmon. You have got to be kidding. <laughs> yes, young guy, I am. We are not kidding, but I have got a wedge between the salmon boys. Did I've you got a wedge. <laughs> you put a wedge between them. <laughs> I've put a wedge between the salmon boys, and it was Sharpie. Oh, Sharpie's true. Sharpie's the wedge, and I'm I'm really sorry to do this because this is the the salmon boys are going to be listening to this. I've gone with Gizzer at 15th and Jed at 13th. So it's Giz. Jed's had a wristle and I've had, <laughs> and that's what got him over the line. But like I said, I was so nervous. Like that break, bring, it's bringing back bad, me- not bad memories, but I was honestly felt sick going around there thinking that I was going to get dished up salmon. I need to get my, I need to go take my car to the fellas at um, the marketplace and get it full detailed after you'd been there because you were sweating absolute bullets, soaked my car seat through. Um, uh, you were a nervous wreck. Um, yeah, I was. Well, well, I if was. we combine ours, I reckon we can safely knock Giza up to 14th then yep. and Jed takes 13th if we combine ours. Yeah, that's um, all right. And, Sharp, and then, Sharp, yeah, yeah, the, that's the right. Salmon, the Salmon Brothers. So Jed, Jed edges out Giza. Purely because he also had a wristle. <laughs> One of the all-time combos. <laughs> yes, he did get he did get absolutely roasted for that. Remember, people. I remember people messaging me saying, "What relevance do they have to each other? They are not in the same food group." It is very very odd. But he did have his reasoning was remember he was going to make burgers and then he decided that he was, he had to go with salmon even though it had been done. So I like how he thought on his feet and incorporated the two. And um, he did have some nice sides. Remember this that sauce, the sauce that was on it. Yeah, on the there was some sort of um, yeah, I'm trying to remember it. It was that sauce that was on top of the risotto. It was like pink. Um, it was deli- yeah, delicious. It was just it was hard work as well when Joey Zimmer was dishing up lamb shanks next right next to him. Yeah, I know. And I got so excited when I saw that. And then yet again, no, no, no. My arch nemesis, a pink fillet. <laughs> <laughs> I was not. Oh, I was very disenchanted with that. But um, yep. It's safe to say the Salmon Boys are close near each other. But well done, boys, and well done, Sharpie, for somehow not not coming last and not actually cooking because we didn't really cover that too much on the day. We just would just yeah um, go on about how good the Super Lucky was. He played some role in it, and uh, yeah, they were good at Super Lucky. Strap and say fish and chip shop. We know how good the takeaway food is there. So that's it. Can't put them any lower than that. That's um, it. Mate, two left. So we've got a 12, 12, 11 and 12. This is where, this is where for me, it really started. So from, from, 11, from 12 to, say, probably six, I could have had them in any order. This is where I've got a lot of scribbles on my page and I made a, I've made a lot of changes because I thought back and it was, they all sort of – I can't – some of them I struggled to remember. Yeah, it might have been. It could have been the ones that we had a few more beers than two. 
Yeah, yeah, that did happen on occasions. Although we've, I've got one of the biggest nights we ever had, uh, you know, quite high up on the table. But um, yeah, you're right. I had to go back and listen to the episodes actually, and and refresh oh, really? myself. Yeah, I'll, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so I'll just, yeah. Wait, I'll, so. I'll, Oh, we'll talk about the top 10. I want to know what you took into account when you were voting, but we'll talk about that in the top 10 because I think that's where we'll, um, where it'll be quite separated. So yeah. at number 12, and this one could have even been, could have. I didn't, to be honest, I didn't like this dish that much. And I feel bad for saying that. But Tom Dunham, we've got you at number 12. Tom Dunham at 12. Oh yeah. my goodness. He's going to be flat that, about that. He's going to be flat. Chicken, it was, well, it was a chicken breast with like camembert cheese, wasn't it? It was like a, yeah, a bacon wrapped, a prosciutto wrapped or something. Yeah, um, it, was, it was all right, but just like easy, bland, easy. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to wrap a driver. And I'm gonna, we, can't, we can't bring this episode out until after Sunday because I'm going to go play golf with him Mate. after I've just absolutely ripped him. Mate. He's going to wrap a driver around your head on, on Saturday. Um, right. I had, I had uh, me great mate, me, the, one of the best men, the, the Duke of Harcourt, Zave Henderson, with his risotto. Um, yeah, I had him at 11. Yeah, so. and look, Zave's dish, the squares will uh, kick up a stink that we haven't put him lower because they were very, very angry with the photo we put up. We are very bad photographers. Yeah. <laughs> We are very bad, and it did. It did look like cat. Like it was. It looked like poo. Realistically, yeah. <laughs> it was. It did look like that because it was. It had blend. Remember, he blended up it was, like veggies. It was like blended a paste. pumpkin. It was. It was, it was like yeah, an that's orange right. mush kind of. Yeah, so um, it tasted very good. I really rated the taste, but um, yeah. the yeah the presentation of it and. Remember, that was also the fateful night that the first time someone went real right, right back at us, Save Henderson, when he said to me, will it matter if there's half parmesan, half shredded? And I said, no, mate, just as long as there's enough cheese for the dish, it's fine. And then I went back on my word and I, I went back on my word and I absolutely went to town on him in the scoring about having two different types of cheese and he called me a backstabber. Yeah, he said, uh, I've just had an eight-inch knife jammed into my back by Josh Martin. <laughs> he was not happy at all. He um, was not happy. He put on a show, though. He had the wood fire going. We did polish a few little single fins there, too, on a, on a Wednesday evening, just quietly. Well, I did yeah. anyway. I think you had to drive. But, yeah, um, I had to drive, so I didn't have too many. But um, yeah. that was, it was nice. It was a good setup. But, <clears throat> yeah, it didn't look much, but it tasted nice. But... Another thing, like, it doesn't make it into the top 10 for me purely because I don't think risotto is an overly difficult dish. I think it's time. I think you'd be surprised. I think it's time consuming. Not that I've ever cooked a risotto or know anything <laughs> about it, but I'm, I'm, happy to, I'm happy to start throwing out claims. So when that is going to be absolutely blood boiling and ready to um, knock me out. Yeah, I think... <laughs> I th- they sound good. I think the I think I feel like paella and risotto. They are kind of like easy. Well, paella is a, bit, is a bit different to a risotto though. Paella's got like like seafood in that, doesn't it? And boils yeah, yeah, it. yeah. But like in terms of like getting the rice right, I think it's just it's a real process. Um, like lots of just sitting, bubbling away, stirring. I don't know too much about. It. I've just seen my old girl make it, and, so we um, both don't know anything about it. But we're happy to comment on it. That's the yeah. good, that's that's the beauty of this show is that it's our show and. We can just comment on whatever we want with no knowledge. And we can make up facts and um, yeah, it's <laughs> make stuff up and, and bag people out. It's unbelievable. Right, yeah. What I'm going to try, well, hang on. Who do you have it? Um, actually, what I'm going to do is I'm going to call Tom Darlam. I reckon we get him on the line. All right. Yeah, get him. Right. Please, right. case, because I have him in the top 10. Um, yeah. So let's bear with us. Um, but before I do call Tom, I better quickly reel off who my number 11 is. Now, my number 11 uh, goes to the uh, Fitzbo guru, Bo Alexander. Uh, obviously, helped help us with our, with our first and only YouTube clip. First and only. And you can't even put him in the top 10 for his efforts. I know. Um, and I will admit that it was a lunch, so he's probably limited in terms of 
um, meals. But I just felt like... Don't make excuses, mate. Just rip into him. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm coming. I just think Southern Fried Chicken Burgers, like a burger with chips, it probably doesn't match up to any of the dishes I've got in the top 10. Like, all the other ones are time-consuming um, dishes. And I just... I just uh, yeah, I think... I think he, he missed his mark. Don't get your panties all in a bunch. Yeah, I miss. I think he missed his mark, but he's clearly in your top you ten. Do. You love your burger. He's in, he is. He obviously is in my top ten because I haven't mentioned him. But I am a big burger lover. But um, we're not talking about the top ten tonight. But but I'm, I'm backing you, mate. I'm going to have you in my top ten, and I don't reckon it's fair. But like we said, it's up to you. You get to make make your uh make your list. But um. For me, he's in the 10. So, the 10. Well, we're going to have to... I'm going to get Tommy Dunham on the line because I think... So, you're trying to get him into the 10? I'm going to get Tommy I'm not Dunham. having it. I'm Tommy, not having it. Tommy's my 10. He's my 10. So, I'm oh, going well. to get him on the line. All right? And he can plead his case. And then... I want to, I want him to be interested to if he got to, from the episodes he's listened to where he would place himself oh, with that meal. He'd probably place himself in the top five. Oh, oh, no, I don't gonna, know about that. I'm going to give him a bell. Righto. Joshy, what's going on? Uh, not much, Tom. Not much, mate. You're live on Josh Squared at the minute. Uh, we're just we're unpacking um, a bit of a dilemma. Uh, we've had a, we're basically doing our ladder, our top 19. We're working our way from 19 to 11 tonight and we've yeah. come up our first major hurdle what are you calling me for <laughs> well <laughs> <laughs> very true well <laughs> we're calling you well one of us wanted to call you and one of us didn't who, who do you think well who do you think has you in the 10 and who wouldn't have you in the 10 if you were to guess right now um oregon switch has me in the 10 and you you don't talk is that right Yep. <laughs> that is, <laughs> I couldn't hold it in. That is cor- that is correct. And not only do I not have you in the 10, I have you at 12. So two, oh, two, two out of the 10, 12 out of 19. So not great, not not terrible, but yeah. I just, where would you like, I just want to run us through what you cooked again, please. And where did you get the inspiration for that? <laughs> I can remember it was chicken. It was chicken with camembert, and it was dry. It was dry as your nan's casserole. No, so what would you call it? Camembert, nice, um, nice veg. I think it had some roast buds there too. From memory, we did. We did, it was about forty-five minutes um, over time. It was running late. That's, and that's why it was dry as your nan's casserole. Because it was... No. There's a bit of moisture in it. Remember, it was a massive chicken breast. And so it needed time to cook. I didn't want to serve it out raw to you. Yeah, that would have been huge. Yeah. Getting some meat True. chicken breast. Yeah. True. Uh, well, mate. But, um, okay, so you, I've got you at 10. I've got you above uh, Zave Henderson. Zave Henderson? And Bo Alexander. Now, Bo, I think... Bo's entrenched in Doof's top 10. So you have to Don't tell me you have Zave Henderson in your 10, Dool. No, Zave Henderson's 11, so he's still better than you. He's <laughs> up dog food. <laughs> oh, mate. We're, talking, we're not only talking even, about other people's meals. Oh, we're, oh, we're, you're here to talk about your meal. You've got 30 seconds to plead to me as why we, I should... T- listen, we, if, you're, if your case is good enough... If your case is good enough, I will tonight... Take someone from my ten and put them into the into the bottom ten and put you in it. If you can plead your case in thirty seconds. How many, how many burgers have you had in your life before, Duke? Uh, oh, jeez, <laughs> thousands. I, I don't know if I want to know the answer to that. But how many times have you had chicken stuffed with a uh, nice camembert wrapped in prosciutto? Something a bit different. Well, really was there. I had it. I had it once, and that'll that'll remain at one, two. <laughs> So, it wasn't by any my mind you it wasn't terrible like you're number 12 like you should be thanking me for putting you at 12 <laughs> thanking but, you for your dinner <laughs> yeah. but i'm sorry i'm i can't i can't put you in the 10 so well we're gonna have to settle we're gonna have to settle at 11 <laughs> I, I think, nah. well I squid think, just got you in there we can yeah 
with it, when we when we average out our scores, Tommy might find himself at eleventh. Um, if uh, he's if, missing the finals, yeah, yeah, real, yeah just one. It's a real Essendon setup, which Tom goes for the Bombers. the Bombers. Just really just mediocre, middle of the range. May as well have <laughs> yeah, a draft pick. You may as well have dished up a medium rare chicken breast, mate. <laughs> Give well, you, know, you know what Squidge told me before that he actually had to go back and listen to your episode to remember what you cooked. So at least I remembered. <laughs> uh, yeah, you weren't the only one. I've got a hazy memory on uh, the dishes we had in 2019. Well... So that was not a bad plead, and you did have some fair points, but at the end of the day, I can't put you in the 10. I'm sorry. That's right. You might have. And then now I've got to go play golf with you on Sunday because I stole <laughs> that spot too after I. <laughs> stole Squidgy's detail. So I stole his spot, but he reckons he's spending time with the lovely. So it looks like it's me and you, brother. Uh, Love yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Oh, bad luck. Thanks for that, Tommy. And well done. You didn't finish last, and you got a comfy. 10, we're between 10 and 12, we'll call it, because we haven't decided yet. Lovely. Yeah. I'll see you at the Josh Square Christmas party. No worries. So you can stand just off the podium one more time. <laughs> see you, mate. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> oh, I've got a beep. Oh, oof, I don't know, mate. I, I think you, you should... Oh, not that I can see him, because we were talking on the phone, but he seemed pretty fired up. Yeah, well, as you would be, like if it's cutthroat and, and you're, leaving, you're leaving it up to me to judge, like I'd be pissed off as well. But it, look, don't get me wrong. It was a nice meal, but I'm just not having him in my 10. Like he does, he, I didn't even consider him in the 10, to be honest. Like he was 12. Poor Zade Henderson should have got to look into the, to the 10 at 11. So um, very similar though. So well done to Zave, half of Tom Dunham, half of Bo, Jed Zimmer, Sharpie, Gizzer, Curl, Truck, Jaffa, and a distant 19th, Jordan Wilson. So, well done to you bo- all boys. And no, funny we say that. We have had girl squares and none of them in the bottom nine. Very interesting. G'day, Tommy Dunham. How you going, mate? Yeah, not good, Josh. My house has just been broken into. Been broken into, mate? You're joking. No, nah, broken into. Everything's gone. Mate, I've got the perfect setup for you. Go and see Pat Cummins and Jack McCulloch. That's Pat Cummins and Jack McCulloch. Not the, not the fast bowler for Australia, but the big, young, strapping eco-tech warrior. They'll sort you out, mate. They uh, specialise in sparkiness and also installing security systems. Go hit them up. Bloody oath. I'll be right there. On your boys. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, we've got four. What have we got? Three female squares. Versus seven male squares. I wonder who will finish on top. It's uh, it's in mouth. The, it's a mouth-watering contest in the top ten. Yeah, and we did have a discussion. We haven't given our so obviously next episode is where the real the real things get uh, thrown up. So those people will know who we are. We're not going to name them. We won't name them t- tonight on the show. But there is the top ten to come in. So if your name you've been on the show and your name hasn't been read out, then you are in the top ten. So congratulations. Well done. I, uh, I'm looking forward to my... I'm looking forward to seeing who can take out the top spot. Um, and a quick shout out to uh, Chessie Boo, Chelsea, who's done an awesome uh, ladder for us, which we will reveal. I think we might we might we might have to put a photo up on the socials um, the day after this. Yep. Um, be yeah, that'll be up by, by the weekend. I reckon the the ladder will be up. And we'll be able to show. Us- so if you want to have a look and remind yourself, we'll have the first 10 people revealed revealed on the ladder. And I'm very much looking forward to it because from our small discussion we had about it without giving it away, I think they're going to be quite different, our top 10. Because yeah. we, we value different things. So mine will be right, yours will be wrong, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like most things, of course, mine will be right. Um, yes. We do have some very. We'll keep it a secret, but we do have some um, some some ideas of how we're going to run there, especially top five and what we're going to do there. So make sure you tune in next episode to find out who will be reigned supreme and who will be given the Josh Squared Trophy at the J Two Christmas Party. Absolutely, um, we might have to work on getting our ladder put up uh, on joshsquared.com.au too. If you haven't checked it yes. out, Squares, make sure you head on over to it. It is electric. Absolutely electric. I'd it actually make it actually makes me feel like I'm a bit like professional, kind of. Yeah, like, like the, two, the most amateur hour podcast of all time has its own website. Uh, there's a bit of <laughs> that, I think. Yeah. So thank you to Renderland. Thank you again to Tuzar. 
for doing that. So make sure you do jump on and have a look at that. Now we're just going to have a few shout outs, you reckon? Finish up Go the show. Right. Uh, right, we, another... well, let's change it up. Let's put a couple people on scale cap. Righto. They're my guest. <laughs> yeah. We will. I reckon let's just do that. Let's just put a couple people on scale cam just for the sake of it. And before we do it, I'm putting two people on notice. Well, one of them in particular. Lockie Bonnie. I flicked him a message on the weekend. He said he was going to get to it. Still hasn't done it. So Squares, if you're mates with him, get in his ear. Um, he won't hear this because he's legally not allowed to listen to this episode until he does a skull cam. As per yeah, and he'll, be, and he'll be followed it. Otherwise, he'll have a debt collect on his door too for money. <laughs> uh, the other one was Tori White, who I did message her, but she's come out of... Um, she's been in hospital and stuff, so... She goes, oh, I just got deep. I've just been discharged from hospital. I'll get it done later, later today. I said, oh, no, no, don't, don't worry about it. If you've been in hospital, give yourself a couple of weeks. So um, looking forward to seeing Torza uh, get one in there. And yeah, hope you're feeling better, mate. Yes, yes. Um, righto, well, who do you want to put on? Because I've got to think of one because you've put me on the spot here on oh, my no, own I'm show. Putting on, I'm putting on Truck Doherty and I'm making him scale a stout. What's what's the stout that? No, he made you do that. No, he oh, didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. squares. Yes, uh, we did try. Even blooper. <laughs> we did try and record this episode earlier in the week, and the sound was no good, so we canned it. And on that episode, we had Jordan Jaffa and Jordan Wilson on, and we've deli- But we haven't. We're not using that episode, and he put me on skull cam, so. Unfortunately for him, no one's going to hear that. And he has to scale um, a, a stout. So, uh, yeah, enjoy that, Chuck. Who have you got? Bad luck. Um, I'm going to go... Mm, I'm going to go Jack Nalen. Just because he's... Have you seen him Vortex? You know how he Vortex is... He's a lead at that. But I want him... Because he's so good at it and it's kind of old now. I want him to do two in a row. So, oh. two... Two vortexes in a row, beer of your choice. I don't really mind nails, but he loves drinking, so he'll yeah. definitely do it. So single fins, nails. I reckon. He's been loving the single fins. We'll two two single fit, two vortex single fins by Sunday lunchtime. I want them. Yeah, uh, very good. Radio nails and truck. You're on Stalking, boys. You have 24 hours to upload a video to our page, or never listen to us again. <laughs> Eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. All right, thanks awesome. very much, Squares. Stay. Oh, no, we don't. Should we just stop here? Yeah, we'll stop it at the beeps. Can we just edit it? Yeah, yeah. We don't need to say anything else, do we? Stop, record, stop recording just, it now so you can cut that Just enjoy yourselves this weekend. But-